said that uh, it, the revelation was that I can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Like I just, I guess, what's the is the caveat there? I just need to spend time doing it. Yeah. So, um, what I really think anyone should um, understand is that learning is a superpower. You know. You know. This is a is a Telling me how they're just, just see, <laughs> see, man, people are so fascinating. <laughs> just the fact that is same thing as you playing Smash. Yeah. For people that will be listening, Super Smash Brothers. The fact that you can move a Rubik's cube that way. Is is yeah. crazy, and that wasn't even like that's that that's what happens when I grab one of these. I do this specific oh, permutation. It's just it's a this is the T permutation. So if you look at the, the what T permutation, the T permutation. Yeah, so if I do it, you can see. So these two corners switch. Yeah, and then uh, this middle one switch with this. So it's like. A T. How long have you been playing with Rubik's Cube? Like, uh, did you grow up with that? It was like, yeah, it was like a second, third grade thing. Uh, so, so you, so now, see, that's a, that's what's fascinating about puzzles and just life in general. Because all I'm certain that most of this conversation is going to revolve around art and expression. I can already sense it. I yeah. already feel it. What you see when you look at that is very different than what I'm looking mm -hmm. at. Mm -hmm. Like you're looking at a very different yeah. tool yeah. than I am. Yeah. And I have no idea what how that works. Yeah. Cause uh so to me it's it looks like this. That's it. Uh, it's just these three layers. Right? Oh, and just, that's that's all I see when I see it. But people will see if I like mix this up, people will just see like, you know, colors on colors. That's yeah. but I'm looking at it like this. Oh, I'm three different it, tiers just like that okay right so i mean so like to get like super simple with it like you solve it layer by layer so you solve the first layer usually like the white side and then the middle and then the top uh, solving it layer by layer yeah. But, yeah but even in in solving the layers you you have to correspond with the other layers yeah yeah, yeah. so it's so like um so like even with this it's uh so for the first two layers, it's generally kind of the same thing every time. Uh, you just do like this. You put the same pieces where they go, whatever. Um, people are really good at doing all the steps. If you can like take the steps and um, like make them into one step mm -hmm. and just kind of do it just like really quickly all in one. That's how people get faster, right? <sighs> see, that's see. So uh, like people. This like, is smart people there's talk. A, there's a cross, right? Yeah. If I want to put this corner in. Like, I'll put it like that, right? But if I wanted to skip a step and then also put this in, which is, like, as far as I have gotten, pretty much, I would, like, do that, and then I have them in together. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's crazy. Um, like, even this uh, can be, like, ridiculously expressive because so people will do that in such a way that uh, they get the last layer to be as simple as possible for them, or they know exactly what's going to happen for the last layer. Mm. So they can like, just get right to it and not have to think about what they have to do. So even that is just like, 
You said that there was a. Uh, let's try to keep. The, yeah, I was okay. Keep this uh, relatively in front of you, so you can okay, okay. like. So when you're talking over here, you know it's very you, different you, than yeah. Um, do you play with puzzles? Like puzzle, like do you do hundred piece puzzles, five hundred piece puzzles? You've done those, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. I did a Harry Potter one yesterday with Von Marie. Uh -huh. um, probably first puzzle I've done in a very long time, if ever. Uh huh. Uh, it's fascinating using these itty bitty pieces that don't look like much of anything. Clearly, you connect it to the bigger picture. Um, but even as you're looking at the box, like I thought that I was going to pull the box out with the picture on it and it was just going to give everything away. I was like, oh, then I'm just going to put it together like very quickly. It, it did not work that way for me. Like I thought that that was just going to be a cheat code and I was just going to automatically mm -hmm. just start putting them together. Yeah. Um, because you're looking for like you're looking for someone's face or you're looking for like a shoe or you're looking for all these things. But yeah. those little pieces are not representative of that picture for real. Like yeah. you can only see it once you start putting them yeah. together. Yeah. And I was just sitting there doing it. And I'm like, yo, people that do puzzles like this is like it's it's fascinating to be able to have the sight mm -hmm. to do to do the puzzles. Yeah. And you talk about it being expressive. Um, <laughs> you said that there are people that can look at Rubik's cubes, uh, Rubik, Rubik, Rubik's cube. Uh, what do you call them? Permutations or or the, like scrambles? The scrambles, mm -hmm. and you can just know that that was a famous scramble from mm -hmm. fucking nineteen eighty-two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, there's like the guy, the Rubik's cube guy. His name is Felix Zemdegs. He's like some Australian guy, right? Uh. And there's one video of him getting like the world record back in like, I have no idea, maybe like 2013, 14, something like that. Just world record meaning fastest. Yeah. So, so there's like different, um, like, uh, types of these and everything. Right. So there's just like the, like norm, most normal, like just three by three single world record. There's like single and then average. Right. Um, so average is like, you take like an average of 10. And then if you have the fastest average for that. That's that versus like the single, right? So that scramble, like people just know it, mm. right? And they're like, uh, people, there's a video that I used to watch a bunch where this guy, uh, who's like another, like he's very talented, right? But like nowhere near the level of like Felix. Mm. He went through it and was like explaining it very slowly, like what Felix was seeing, uh, what his like thought process was when seeing the scramble. And like what to do with it. So like people study that. And you said a scramble, by the way, is computer generated. Yeah, just so it's like super random. Yeah. yeah. Wow. How many? I mean, because there has to be like a number, right? Because of like different certain, scrambles. Yeah, like it's like five quintillion or something. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. But like the thing with it is like if you start with the white side, right? The farthest the white piece can be is over here, right? Like, well, yeah, it's not that it's like every single scramble is like the same level of like difficulty. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unless, only, you know, because right. like some of the scrambles are like, you know, you're right, right, right. Because they're only yeah. but so it's it's right there. It's all right there. Yeah. It can only it's be all right so here. far away. It can only be right like there. that messed up. <laughs> yeah. And then I have oh, I have fun, I have man. another another one that I think you might find really silly. What are you pulling out of this bag? Only great things have come out of this bag so far. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> it's not even solved. I hate like. 
the the top layer on this one is like a pain in the ass. Uh, how okay? So how many sides are there on a regular? This uh, six. So six and this sides. Is twelve. And that's twelve. This is called a Megaminx. Yeah. Yo, you're so funny. <laughs> like you just <laughs> so <laughs> you're just running around the world, just trying to yeah. just trying to solve the craziest of puzzles. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, so I was like, I'm not super into this stuff anymore, right? But I used to be like hardcore, and I have like way more at home, right? So this goes up from like two by two all the way to, I mean, people, people like puzzle makers take pride in what in like the puzzle, like how big they can make a puzzle, right? Mm. But like generally for competition up to like seven by seven eight by eight but there's like up to like 20s probably Bro, that rubish that one you said it's a what a mega minx mega minx yeah that's and then there's like so this is the three by three version of this shape right so you can have the four by four version which would be called a pyraminx so you take this and there's like be an extra layer around <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous it's ridiculous because people will people will solve these in like minutes bro that's this so this crazy. will take me if i just sit down and do it this will maybe take me like 10 12 minutes and people can just do it in like a minute that that you can do that in in half an hour's time oh yeah because <laughs> <laughs> because the thing with these is like uh once you like learn, <laughs> once you learn like the that's shape for, for me that's like a yearly project i feel like i'd have to just sit around and just come back to that every yeah. now and again yeah while i'm on the toilet but, and just like, but it's like th like this again is like a layer thing right so like this is a layer and then you solve the next right. layers and then these are technically like layers like they don't move like that right yeah. but like you can kind of see where they are like th these two correlate to like these two correlate to these two and then you have the top layer wow right so the thing with these is like there's a bunch of different shapes. I have like a triangle one in my car. It's called a what is that? What was that one called? A pyraminx because uh, pyramid. Yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. So creative. Yeah. Um, but the thing with those is like you you find out the different shapes and the steps to take, and then when you, they get bigger and bigger, it's the same thing yeah. over and over. So to solve like the bigger ones of these, it's like the reduction method. So you solve it to basically make it into one of these, mm. and then you solve it the same way as this. You had an experience you just shared with us out there that said that uh, it, the revelation was that I can pretty much do anything. Yeah. Like, I just, I guess, what's the, is the caveat there? I just need to spend time doing it. Yeah. So, um, what I really think anyone should um, understand is that learning is a superpower. Learning is, like, the greatest superpower you have. You can learn how to do anything you want if you take the same, if you take the right steps, right? So like with these, if you wanted to learn about it, you would learn, okay, what's like the most basic way I can get it done? Mm. And then you just keep digging, right? And then you practice. Um, like with guitar, I was saying, I was like, okay, show me a beginner YouTube video, mm. right? And then you just keep on going and you practice. Um, and when you don't think like you can do it or whatever, you just have to ignore that yeah. <laughs> it's like because like because like there's there's people there's people that are so much less capable than you that can do such incredible things right and that should be enough motivation that should just be yeah. plenty of motivation wow um because like i mean how many hundreds of thousands of millions of guitar players are there 
that are amazing. Yeah. Right. And they're just people. There's millions of people that do this. Yeah. There's millions of people that like <laughs> play Smash Bros. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I love those people. I've come across a, a few of them in my life. And these people, I mean, people that have kind of tapped into that. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, if I want to do it, like, I'm just going to I'm just going to start doing. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, I think that probably people are paralyzed constantly because there's so many different things to do. And there's so many yeah. different ways to do them yeah. that you're just like, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit down instead. Yeah. Right. But to just take those necessary steps to do like one thing and then do the next thing and then just do the ne- like you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess anything you've ever gotten good at, if anyone asks you, like, how'd you get good at it? You're just like, well, you say the same thing every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You tell yeah. them exactly how you got good at it. It's the same thing every time. <laughs> um, and like, but what you said about how there's like just so many things to do. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's it's a terrifying thought uh, to be uh-huh. like, like, what should I do? There's so much. Like, what is That's my wild. strength? Like, what can I do? Um, it's wild that there's so many things to do that you might just do none of them. Yeah. And then like, so the reason it hit me so hard when I made that realization is because this was like, I had like just gotten out of high school. Right. And I was like, okay, I already like fulfilled my potential for anything I want to do. Right. Like I was a track runner for a long time and I loved it. I poured my heart and soul into it. And I like, uh, COVID had like its effect, whatever, but like, I didn't go to college to run. Uh, and that kind of just like killed everything, Mm. uh, for me. (laughs) But then I was like, I have so much time to do everything I'd ever want to do ever. Right. Uh, and I've been like another thing I want to do. I want to start, um, like fighting soon. Okay. Uh, I can't wait. Anything in particular, like any style. Yeah. So I want to, (laughs) um, you just said just fighting. (laughs) I'm going to start fighting soon. Oh, you mean like not even training. I'm just going to go like out on the streets (laughs) and like just start fighting people. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I want to start, um, I, I think I'm going to start with like probably kickboxing. Okay. Um, cause I was really interested in Muay Thai. Um, get those elbows and knees but involved. That is, it is really scary Bro. and really dangerous. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, I think, I think if at some point it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. Right. Uh, but I don't think I should just jump into it just cause that's like. That's a lot. You're jumping into kickboxing? No, no, or just jumping, jumping into, into like the, Muay Thai. Oh, just Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, I should probably do something like a little more tame first. What, why did you decide you wanted to fight? Just watching a whole lot of anime. Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, my whole life, man. I want to do that. A whole lot. And then, uh, so my friends definitely have an influence on it, right? Um, like they fight? Uh, no, but they're very interested in it. They talk about it a lot, oh, okay. right? Um, and it just seems like, so... So I was saying how track was like my thing, right? I loved it. I loved every aspect of it. The competition was like the most exhilarating thing ever. I I still remember the day I I won like uh like a districts uh, uh championship, mm-hmm. right? Like the first like level of cha- uh like competition. What right? did you run? Uh, I was a three hundred meter hurdler. Oh, okay. Um. So like I just remember if I could feel like that at like that low of a level of competition. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I I love competition. I love competition. I yeah. love winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love winning, man. Uh that's why this game is like brutal, because I don't win. I don't win as But you bros. still love playing. I though. still love playing. That's it. great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, That's what we need more of, by the way. We need more of being able to love something without without the winning. Um, and I don't even necessarily mean in competition. I just mean I think that we all, and I've definitely been a huge victim of this, like not done something because it wasn't going to go all the way. Yeah. Just like loving doing things. Yeah. Just having things around, having a guitar sitting around. Like yeah. if you want to learn how yeah. to draw or paint, even though it's going to fucking suck for a while because yeah. you have none of those artistic abilities yeah. right now. Just like painting some dumb mm-hmm. shit or whatever, just because it's fun, mm-hmm. you don't have to sell it, yeah, you know, or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, this is just my dumb little house with all my dumb little hobbies yeah. and things, and I love doing them. And like everything you do, like that, even if it's not great by like a critic stand standard, right? It's still a completely valid form of you expressing yourself, mm. and that's what I love about it because it's like. I don't like the easiest example is to talk about like people that are like super critical of music mm. and it'll be like, oh, like this album is like bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. How, I, do you, how do you feel about that? Oh, boy. I think, OK, there are times where that's applicable. Some people are just <laughs> some people. Some people are just like making shit to make shit. Right. Like they don't really. So, oh, yeah. So that's the question I should ask. Is that when it's trash to you when they're just making it? simply to to put something out yeah for whatever i guess i guess so okay but i guess but even then like i feel like it's just not worth talking about because uh, like what's worth talking about is when people are putting like their whole being into a song or an album or anything because it's like okay like maybe you don't have that much like producing experience right and maybe it's really obvious mm. that you don't have that experience yeah. right but your ideas are there mm. and what you want to convey if you want to convey it bad enough, you're going to get the, you're going to get it through. Mm. Um, which is what I'm telling myself. Cause I really want to make music yeah. and it's just like, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a rough start yeah. to get into it. Cause I mean like software, the software is really hard to like mm. get comfortable with and everything. And there's so much to learn, but I feel like if you're, Software, like what exactly? Just like the the DOM trying to use to mm. make music. I'm using like Ableton. Is um, that um okay okay? Yeah. Do people still use Fruity Loops. Nope. Don't even have, <laughs> haven't even heard of that. Do you have an external MPC that you that you use? Is it like yeah. the thing that okay yeah okay. Uh, it's just like a. It's what my friend told me to buy. It's yeah. a red box that yeah. I plug my guitar into. Yeah. 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 And it's just got like twelve buttons on it. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 It's it's pretty sick. I I mean, I love I love playing with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, "Oh, I don't know anything that I'm doing, but this is awesome." Like All right, so the standard being not like your taste on how the music is being played or what the lyrics are or any of that, but the simple fact that some of it you feel like you can listen to from artists and you feel like it's uninspired and it's just kind of like thrown mm-hmm. together. How do you feel about that conversation about consumers using that term because i've used it in the past and then i've i've questioned myself and thought how do you know that it was uninspired like what is that feeling that we have where we're just like it doesn't seem like you care yeah it doesn't seem like this one has like that motivation like that strength behind it yeah i feel like i feel like a lot of the time it's really hard to tell um but 
one thing you can probably base it off of is if you've heard like that artist's music before. Mm. So that's like one thing. Um, I told you that person going off on Beyonce about yeah. the, about the country shit. Yeah, they were like, it sounds uncool, uninspired, <laughs> unnecessary. I think unconfident. I think, I think just the fact that it's so different from her other stuff is like that's inspired. She was inspired to make something completely different. Uh, like she's Beyonce. She doesn't have to make a country album. She doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. She could have people waiting on her hand and foot all day, but she was like, you know what? I think I'll make a country album. Mm. Like, so I mean, I still haven't even listened to it. I haven't either. I'm sure if I did, I I'd think there are like, only two songs that have come out so far. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I know, like, like the, the album Texas Hold'em or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I am like, if I listened to it, I'd be like, okay, like let me see what she was trying to do, right? Like, mm. it's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> she she has there there's definitely a vision here. She has to like see <laughs> she has to know something I don't. <laughs> it's Beyonce, yeah. There's a team over there. There's fucking Jay Z. Like yeah. I'm certain he listened to it a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's not just gonna come out and be bad. You yeah, know? like yeah, yeah. No, um, no, 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 no. But like if. <laughs> If it's just like someone that like for some reason has access to like a recording studio and they're like, oh, I can make money off of this. I'm like, OK, whatever. Like you might be able to make something that sounds decent. Right. But there you have to want to really make something awesome to, to like make anything that sounds good. What are you, what are you listening to right now? That, that listening to so much right now. That inspires you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is. That was the best question ever. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm listening to a lot of J-Rock, which mm, is like interesting. Uh, okay. like Japanese like post-rock and shoegaze. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. J-Rock. Yeah. I could swore <laughs> I'm thinking about a motherfucker that raps on TDE with like J. Cole, well, not J. Cole, but Kendrick and... Schoolboy yeah. Q, yeah, that's J Rock. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're yeah, talking about yeah, a, yeah, whole yeah. Like a whole different world. Different like, world. It's not J Rock at all. Yeah, like go go east for a little. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So so the one band I'm really loving right now is called Mass of the Fermenting Dregs. Right. <laughs> okay. Like what? Yeah. First of all, like yeah. I had to look up what dregs meant. Do you mm-hmm. know what that is? No. It's like you know when you make uh, like a bunch of tea, like with the tea leaves, mm-hmm. and then dregs are just like the leftover tea leaves. Oh. Okay. Think. Yeah. All right. Don't. Fun I, fact I, I have no idea what their name is supposed to mean. I haven't found. I mean, yeah, say it again. Mass of the fermenting dregs. Mass of the yeah. fermenting dregs. Okay. But so I've been listening to them for a while. I listened to like maybe like five or six of their songs. And then recently one of my friends sent me a song by a different um like 90s uh like Japanese post-rock group called mm. Supercar, which is also they're a fantastic group. Um and you don't understand anything that these people no. say. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. My Sometimes I think that that's yeah. There's something in that Mm -hmm. Uh, because you might know the lyrics. Like if you knew the language, it may suck Mm -hmm. for you. Like Mm -hmm. it may make it worse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, But like with that, there's just like always like, I obviously, I don't know what they're saying, but I swear I know what they're saying. You you feel like you get the vibe. I I swear. Like, uh, so he sent me the song lucky or not. He sent me the song you by supercar, which made me remember that album. So I like listened to it again. And then there's a song called lucky. And I went onto YouTube to find like a live video of that because I love watching live performances. Mm. So I went to that, went to the comments and someone was like, oh, this is 
like the best uh, like song of this genre of all time. And then someone replied to it with uh, Sugar by Mass of the Fermenting Dregs. And I was like, wait, I don't know that one. Mm. I listened to it and I was like, damn, like, mm. you know, m- music is interesting because it's unlike other art forms in that y- people will listen to the same songs, like songs that you collect and you love, you will listen to them over uh-huh. and over and over until you die. Mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, some people do like to watch films like that. Like some people do have films and they know exactly what's coming and yeah. they just watch that shit. Yeah. Like it's the first time every time mm-hmm. and they mouth the the words that are coming mm-hmm. on all that. But I don't know many people that are like constantly taking in new music, new albums, new genres, new artists over because a lot of people have the songs that they like. And mm. every now and again, there'll be some song, some yeah, yeah, new yeah. songs that slip yeah. in from like an artist that they like, or yeah. maybe someone sends them a playlist or a song that they like. Yeah. But on the search, like going through yeah. on Apple or Spotify or whatever it is you use, and you're constantly like just have a, a hunger for mm. new music. There was a time when I decided I was listening to too much of the same music. And I was like, why? I just keep listening. I was like, for, I don't know how long I said, maybe like three months. I was like, I'm going to, li- every single time I listen to music, it's going to be something I've never heard of ever. And so that's what I just did mm-hmm. for like 90 days. That's just, awesome. Just every single time I played a song, it was something I never, it's ever amazing. heard before. Yeah. Came across some gems. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Some Tony Bennett. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know him. He's like old. He's like a Frank Sinatra type. Okay. Yeah, so he he does some stuff and he's still singing. He's old as fuck. Oh, wow. He's like in his eighties or nineties and he's still doing his, you know, standing in the middle of the stage singing with whomever, Aretha yeah. Franklin or John Mayer yeah. or uh Michael Buble or whatever the case is. Um Yeah, yeah, just so much stuff. I told you Red Clay Strays, I think I told you I was listening to yeah. some folk. Yeah, stuff some alternative yeah. folk that's yeah. a really really I, uh, cool album i listened to something on the way here that i thought i would tell you about because of that hmm. uh, i remember i was telling you about something folky i don't remember what i was uh telling you to listen to but there's a um there's a japanese guy his name is like uh shintaro sakamoto right and he is like you listen to his music and sometimes when you listen to music it's like okay this person has made a genre like no one else, mm. no one else does this, mm. right? Like this is this is this person's genre. He makes like the craziest like folky Japanese music, really? and it's like every time I hear a, a new song by him that I've never heard before, I'm like, oh, this is him. Wow. Yeah. It's he's. I mean, he's like I like it, right? I like it. It's pretty good. Um, but it's just like it's it's so cool to listen to because there's nothing else that I listen to that's like it. See, that's interesting because a lot of the draw to folk music is the stories behind them. But mm. you know, you're not listening hearing a no idea. word. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. I mean, because I, I <laughs> that's mean, great. I guess I don't really even like listen to folk music, right? Yeah. Like that, right? But uh, I don't know. This guy is in like uh, like a lot. Like so, like you were saying, like people are like search like when people are searching for music and everything. I feel like I'm. I'm always on the hunt for mm. something new, right? Because I also realize, like, there's, I'm never gonna find out all the songs I I will like ever, right? There's, in, it's infinite, it's just never ending, yeah, right? So what I'll do basically is like, uh, I'll listen to Spotify has really good ways of getting you new music, so I'll listen to a bunch of like different Spotify things for like, I don't know, five, six, seven days, right? And I'll listen to those songs for a while and I'll listen to like all the music that's already in my playlist. And then I'll be like, okay, nice. Let's, let's go again. Like Mm. let's do another round. Mm. Right. So I have like just like a massive collection of 
everything that I have ever liked, basically. It's fantastic. It's this playlist is like my baby. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I enjoy your love for art and, and music. You seem extremely like tapped in. Yeah, and it's like like you say that, and then I like think of the people I know that are like really tapped in, right? Yeah. And it's like that's that effect we were talking about. Yeah. Like, there's always another tier. Mm-hmm. But that's that's kind of the uh the crux of being able to enjoy that high you did like yeah. when you right, when you won that district race mm-hmm. you know it's like knowing that it's very low level yeah but yeah it feels great to be there mm-hmm. and to be doing that's, like a, that's a great point because i feel like a lot of people like we i we said this earlier for sure about being like like if you're not the best at something like why would you do it like if oh you know that people around you are like even better like why would you do it right but I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to make some trash music and love every second of the process. Yeah. And then people are gonna people are gonna criticize it. Don't really care. Yeah. Right? Like you just you just gotta do what you wanna do and you gotta love what you want to love. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's um if you're doing it wrong, if you're loving whatever the thing is wrong. Mm. Right. Because like uh, a lot of the music I listen to, like, uh, it's like, oh, stoner music, or you got to be like this kind of person to like listen to, right? Or like every time I go and see like a concert, I'm like, yeah, I feel a little out of place sometimes, uh, like sometimes. And I'm like, uh, all right, <laughs> like, I'm here too, guys. Yeah. Because like. Uh, Do you feel like you're getting looks from people sometimes nah, and people are looking at nah, you like, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares about yeah. you. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like the other part of it. Like, right. no one really gives a shit. Right. right. People, people want to criticize because they feel like they're supposed to. They don't, they don't care about what you're doing. <laughs> they, they want to criticize you because they know you're better. They're better than you. Mm. Right. Like, well, uh, maybe they're not. Or maybe they're but, not. But, yeah, but people yeah. do just like to criticize. Yeah, because yeah. or because maybe they know that people are better than them, and it's like, all right, like yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, there's 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 levels. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Yeah. And again, I, I'll definitely say that, that yeah. that's me projecting. I've definitely put a lot of pressure on myself to. It's like why, like you said, why do something if you're not going to do it to like the utmost or, or try to profit from it or whatever the case mm-hmm. is, but just loving doing things yeah is is great yeah. like like books for me i've just yeah i told you mark i don't know if i told you mark got me two books oh. one was on Taoism, and the other one was like this comedy book which i didn't even know existed like yeah i don't comedy. I know that existed right um it's from a guy named john kennedy tool he died well he didn't die he took his life in like the mid 60s or something like that but you could tell through his writing, he's an extremely brilliant guy. It's just like a very absurd story. It's just absurd all the way through. It's just, it's, it takes place in New Orleans. It's about like this super fat dude that's just very inconsiderate and everyone hates him everywhere he goes. Uh, but it's just like these, his hilarious tales uh-huh. in a sense. And I'm reading this book, and I didn't know. He got this from me for my birthday. I've never heard of this book. I, I, I wasn't expecting this book. I didn't ask for this book. I didn't know that this genre even existed. But I decided I was going to start reading it. And it's one of the first times in my life where I'm reading the book, 
at such a leisure pace. It's like there's no pressure on finishing the book. Mm -hmm. And I felt like a lot because I've read a lot of books, but I think that maybe for all thousand of them that I've read, I was always either looking for something in the book. Like that's why I want to get the book Mm -hmm. or I wanted another book. I wanted another like notch on my belt. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, I want, I want, yeah, I'm going to knock out another book. Yeah. So I was just like reading to finish the book, mm-hmm. not reading to enjoy the book. And whatever it is you're doing, the conclusion, if you keep doing it, is you're going to get better or you're going to finish it. But to do the thing to finish it, you're like you're living in the future, like you're yeah. trying to get through it. It's yeah. like listening to a song so that you can finish the song. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah. not why you listen to music. You listen to music to enjoy the music, yeah. right? But we kind of forget about that. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? We put so much fucking dumbass pressure on ourselves sometimes with these yeah. things. It's great to just have a good time. Just like chill out. Just Yeah. And that's, I, I swear that's, that was just like the best argument for why like, oh, life is meaningless. We're all going to die. Oh yeah. Right. Like that's it. I mean, that's it. Yeah. In a nutshell. That's it. Like. I think I brought that up with Mason, which is hilarious. Yeah. That's why, yeah, he was like, oh, pulling out that nihilism, are we? Yeah. yeah that's, I, was, I, I mean, like, well, I, mean I, I swear, <laughs> I will never understand nihilists. I will never get it. Mm. Like, just, oh, I mean, just in the sense of, I mean, just the whole idea that nothing matters or nothing matters, let's just I end think, it all. I think, <laughs> no, okay, that's stupid, right? That's dumb. But like, what I've come to realize is like, okay, a lot of shit sucks, right? Like, we know. Everyone knows shit sucks. Everyone knows, like, okay, if you get nihilistic, yeah, nothing has meaning, whatever. Put that on the back burner. Who cares? I feel like that's where if you want to live, if you want to be alive and, like, live your life and actually live it, you got to, like, throw that in the back. Mm. Who cares about that? Like, we know. Yeah, like, you get the overall perspective, but you're saying... And then in practice, you're going to do what with it? Yeah. Like, what do you do yeah, with what? nihilism at the front of your mind? Yeah. What do you do? I mean, do you, what do, you, do you just constantly talk to other people and be like, you know what you're doing doesn't matter, right? <laughs> like, what do you do if nihilism is like the program that you work off of when you I, walk through the streets? I, I think you like... You either kill you yourself... You be sad. Or you're, you're just constantly sad bringing misery. Yeah. 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 Like... You must be miserable at that point. Like, there's no way you can, like, walk around with this feeling that there's really no reason for anything and, like, let yourself get away with it. Mm. There's no way. And, like, I mean, you've met those people, right? It's just, like... Well, it's funny because this is the thought that people have about atheists, is they, they feel like, well, if you don't, I mean, clearly religious people, but if they're like, if you don't, if you think that all this just turns off, shuts off, like, then where's your moral compass? Like, how do you, yeah you know, know how to and that's be a, a that's a difficult conversation uh, to try to, like, it's argue. A it's, a, it's a super long one, man. Yeah, um, yeah. And, but, like, as I've, like, grown, I definitely understand more about that because I definitely grew. So I grew up with a Christian mom and a Muslim dad. Right. Okay. Um, so I was always like, uh, I'm just an atheist. Like I'm not, I don't, I can't, I can't pay. I'm nothing. Right. Like, uh, it's just science. Like you die. It's over. I was that person. Right. Just like so long. And then I was like, yeah, it's kind of boring. (laughs) 
kind of boring and like they're like okay there's no point there's there's no point to think like that you know like if you can if if you can derive some meaning from being an atheist show me like so please. so that's what's fascinating have you yeah. ever heard ricky gervais speak the comedian i know who that is but i yeah so he's i've heard him speak about it as well as a uh, other biological evolutionary scientists and shit like that or uh but it's pretty much that it's that we don't understand things or that maybe from the nihilist standpoint that that nothing matters that might give you a certain type of ease in life, right? So the way that you could use that is, oh, well, things don't matter. Really, like, it's not that big of a deal, honestly. So, like, let me go ask this girl out. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, what's it? She says, no, okay, so yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. none of this shit matters. I'm just going to go ask her on a date. Yeah. Like, you could like, use it in that way. Or I'm or just going to go do whatever I want to do. But the opposite end of that that I think is way more awesome is being like, Okay, it matters that I'm freaking out and nervous to go talk to this girl. Mm. Let me do it anyway. Mm. I think it's uh, nothing. I don't think anything like doesn't matter. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you like sensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I love that it's like so beyond ridiculous that anything exists like this. I just think it's like the craziest thing ever. It is. Like what? It <laughs> is. It is. Like oh, it's insane. I know. You say something like that and you just start looking around, right? It's just like yeah. the fact that yeah, we're here right now. Yeah. You're over there in that body and I'm over here in this body and we're communicating. And it starts to like eventually it just breaks down into being like the like oh like stoner talk. Yeah, right? for sure. Right? And I'm like totally okay with that. I'm totally okay with that, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally okay Cuz I think it's like <laughs> I mean, it's, it's insane. Ridiculous. It's insane. It's it's incalculable. It's inconceivable. Like it's just very all of the weird, just the the multitudinous, yeah. innumerable factors that all come together to make every single moment happen at every yeah. single turn. Yeah, is insane. Yeah. Um. Just like like you can even just like talk about like um. Like all the inanimate things, right? Like nothing, no, no, none of like the living beings, right? All that already blows my mind, right? That any of that even exists. And then you bring like consciousness into the mix, and it's just fascinating uh, about consciousness because in that uh, book about Taoism, they speak quite a bit about this. But that the the human problem is consciousness. Uh, so for a lot of other animals, without it or at a high level of it, at least you just work, you just go yeah. off an instinct. You just, you live. Mm -hmm. And then we wanted to get like, or not necessarily wanted to get, but we got smarter and more evolved. And then we became conscious of ourselves. Yeah. Right. Now we can like look in a lake and we can look at a pond and see a reflection of ourselves. And then once you see a reflection, you're like, Oh shit, that's me. Like, Oh, I'm a thing out here too. And then you become self-conscious. Yeah. And then and then it starts to roll and then you're put in a society where people are constantly like looking and pointing at you and you have to start doing all these things, you know, like socially speaking. And so the human problem being now that we've achieved a level of consciousness, what do you do with it? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you ameliorate all of the anxiety that comes from being a yeah. conscious being? Yeah. Right. And just trying to uh, trying to sever yourself away in that particular philosophy. 
It is to do what they feel like is natural. Mm. Uh, getting back to a more natural state, like a child that that is drawn to things and just does them mm-hmm. is in the flow of life and doesn't think too hard about who they are and what their role yeah. is in this whole thing. Yeah. Because then you're paralyzed or anxious yeah. or whatever about I, I, me, 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 as opposed to just looking outward mm-hmm. and doing things. I, I really like that because it's um, it's kind of just saying, OK, experience things as they are. Right. You're here. Things are around you. What does that feel like? What do you feel about these things? What do you see? Right. And that's kind of how I like plan on not freaking out for the rest of my life. Mm. Right. Because because I'm sure you've experienced when uh, you just get super existential for a second and then you like want to throw up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. It, it can get. Yeah. I've been trapped in my mind. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been lost. In my that, mind. That's it. That hit me at the gym last week really hard because uh uh, Jenna from work texted me um, because uh, I'd ran into her at the library at school and we were talking about what I was writing about, which was um, uh, just like it was like popular stoicism in like the modern era. Yeah. Right? So you then, said it was the reemergence, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. So I was talking about how uh, people are experiencing like a like a fleeting sense of like ontological security now. Right. And she was wondering what like ontological security is. Right. So I was explaining it. And as I was like texting what it was, I was like, oh, God, do I have it? Like, do I have the security? Oh, my God. It was. And then I like. Mm. um, I like I I have this thing because I mean, I've had anxiety before. Right. So I like learned uh, like a breathing method. I don't know what it's called, but you breathe in through your nose really hard. And then when your lungs are super filled up, you take like one last like. Like mm-hmm. at the top, yeah, yeah, and then you just let it out, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're good, we're back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, that that definitely is the case, and I've spoken of Amory about it ad nauseum at this point. That you, <clears throat> it's funny because people like want to know that they're happy, right? They want to know what the quality of their life is, which is fascinating. Um, because if you were, and you, I'm certain you have been, the moments in your life when you have been super locked into the thing you're doing, maybe you're running, maybe you're doing a fucking Rubik's Cube, whatever, maybe you're playing Smash, and you're in the zone, and there's no, there's no distance between you and the thing you're doing. It, it's all mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. It's all one thing. Like, your identity's gone. Mm-hmm. You're only doing. You're only experiencing at that point. Yeah. The last thing on your mind is like, how, like, how am I doing? Yeah. Like, how is, how is my life? Is my yeah. life okay? Yeah. Like, it, it, like, am I okay? Is my mental health okay? Is like, do I have the right friends in my life? Am I, mm-hmm. Like, all these things that we're constantly thinking about to try to get our life on equilibrium. If you were just like in the zone experiencing, you wouldn't even think about yeah. those things. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very fascinating that. In this philosophy, it's it's the taking away of the thinking. Because in the Western world, we love intellectualism. Mm. We love to try to intellectualize everything and like mm. try to explain everything that happens. Or maybe you just don't have the fucking answers for them. And most mm. of the time, that's probably the, 
the case. Like you just don't really fucking know why anything is happening or, mm. you know, or why you're in the position that you're in. But <clears throat> I was explaining this to my friend the other day because he, he called me and he was like, Oh, like, how, like how's, how's life like in total? Like how's, how's everything going? And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm on the phone with you right now. Like that's, that's, that's what I'm experiencing. Like yeah. I, I'm not trying to, Evaluate every pocket of my life and give it a grade. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like right now, I'm just I'm I'm talking to you. So yeah. right now, life is good. Like I don't yeah. have because you might be asking me how are you doing, and maybe to you, like I should be speaking about the past. Like you would say, oh well, you know, last week I did this thing. It wasn't that great. You know what I mean? But that's gone. Like that's not even a yeah. thing anymore. The past is that you'll that'll yeah. never happen again. The yeah. past is gone. Future doesn't exist. Future does not exist. The, the past doesn't exist. The future doesn't exist. All that's all that's not there. So I wouldn't even try to grab from those things to try to answer you the question, mm-hmm. how am I doing? Because mm-hmm. that's not that doesn't exist. I think it's I think it's more just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, because uh, this is this is something that I, I think about a lot is just there. There's never the future and there's never the past. Right. It's just this present moment. Right. Because when you the think eternal about the eternal now, the eternal now. Yeah. It's uh, like if you think about the future, like because sometimes you have to think about the future. Right. Like, uh, OK, I got to like get my car inspection or something when you're doing that. That's that's this same present moment. Yes. That's this moment. Yes. Um, yes. And I just think that's like. Yeah, so everything so, lives here. Yeah. The future yeah. lives here. The yeah. past lives here because yeah. even if you try to think back in your memory, that's still now. Yeah. Like that's just you conjuring up a memory yeah. now. I've been, I've been thinking how I want to travel. Right. And I'm like, Oh, me in like a year or two is going to have like an amazing experience. And I'm going to be thinking about these things. And I was like, no, what if, what if I close my eyes and I open them and I'm in, in like Venice, that's how it's going to feel when I'm there. It's going to feel like how I feel right now, but I'm going to be in Venice. You're going to be there. And that's it. Right? <laughs> like, so I'm just like, so that's why, that's why a lot of things have been like, some things have been freaking me out. Right. Cause I'm like, okay, in the future, I'll be able to deal with it. The future is, the future is yeah. like right now. Yeah. Like, how am I going to be doing this? Yeah. Right? I heard the quote that it was like, planning is only good for those that know how to be in the moment. So that therefore, when that quote unquote future comes, which will then just be now, mm. right? Once that comes, you'll be able to enjoy it because mm. you'll be there. You'll plan for the things that will actually be happening to you and you'll actually be experiencing. As opposed to planning for the future, mm-hmm. but you don't know how to be in the present. So even once you get there, you're planning for the next yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Uh, th- that's something that, um, has helped me with my, uh, like lifting a lot. Uh, so every time I think about like, if I'm going for like a max on whatever day, right. Um, I get there, I freak out, right. Cause you get like a crazy, like rush of adrenaline. Right. But now I can kind of just be like, okay, I'm going to have that feeling where I am like, like shaky. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. Right. But I know what I need to do then. Right. And then, like, I know what the adrenaline is. I can kind of, like, um, I can kind of, like, rationalize what everything is going to be before it happens. So, like, that rush of adrenaline, anytime you're doing something um, that gives you that is, like, okay, my body is ready to focus on the task at hand. Mm. And I, I really think that's, like, a lot of people don't realize it. They just kind of let it, like, 
they kind of let it do the opposite to them where they don't focus and they are focusing on something else. They're focusing on their anxiety and their breathing mm. and stuff like that. Um, but do you take things like creatine? I take creatine. Or, or, or no, I'm sorry. Pre-workout. No. Okay. I was about to say, I was like, no. that's a whole different thing. Cause no. I don't have your body jumping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Creatine is, I mean, or not, uh, pre-workout is just like, yeah. Like if I get it took six me hours, a while to get out of that to, to, oh, get, me too. to get out of that because like too. at first I, you know I was a fucking junkie like yeah. I like my friend gave it to me the first time and I was like oh my god yeah. this is amazing yeah. like you can just buy this at the store yeah. are you kidding me yeah. Yeah, like because yeah. I already liked Adderall at the time <laughs> so I was like oh this is Adderall for the body yeah I can just run around for hours I can yeah. throw around whatever weight I want this is great. Yeah. But it's not good. It's yeah, it's so, so bad for you. It's, so it's the worst thing ever. It's like so I bad. used to, I used to drink a lot of energy drinks, right? And I would be like, oh, like I'm gonna get a like a bang this time, and then next time I'll get a monster, and then a rain. Like I'm so excited, right? It's so bad. And I, I feel like the funny thing about it is like, I never really felt like the serious effects of caffeine mm. happen. I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Like I must be. Oh. experiencing it the only times i really like felt like you know like a like yeah. about to explode was when i took a uh, total war which is like Whoa. it's like a bottle like this big and it's got like 360 milligrams of caffeine and you take a sip of it and you're like that shouldn't be going in anyone's body <laughs> yeah so you like a drink couple of those <laughs> that shit is that shit is, that shit will have you going crazy um yeah. but yeah like the the caffeine effect of like feeling more awake i never really like yeah, yeah. Some people don't. Yeah, yeah. It's weird yeah. though. This biological like variability that we yeah. have, where, like it, it yeah. just doesn't seem to work. For yeah. Me. Like my friend drinks Monster and stuff to help calm him down. He has ADHD, like mm. very, very high ADHD, and he we like made a clip, like some TikTok clip of him talking about how he'll drink a Monster to help him calm him down and go to sleep, and I was I was like, really? Like that's kind of wild. Because he would come over and do the podcast with me, and it'd be like in the evening, and he's chugging the. Mo- I'm just like, dude, why are you? It's six thirty yeah. p.m. Like, why are you drinking that? He was like, oh, trust me, I'm gonna go right to sleep yeah. after this. I was like, okay. We posted that little TikTok video, and so many people were commenting like, oh my gosh, I thought this was just me. Like, caffeine doesn't do shit for me. Like, I and it's like this ADHD mm. community. Where they're like, this stuff doesn't work the same on us. Like, mm-hmm. it calms us down. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. But but if you think about it, when they take Adderall, anyone that's been clinically diagnosed with it, mm-hmm. truly, because some people, you can just go get that shit. Like, you can legitimately just pop up on your doctor and just be like, oh, I'm having trouble focusing. They'll be like, yeah, sure. Let me go ahead. 30 milligram extended releases. Here you go. 90 of them. Yeah. Um, but... Th- those things just calm them down. If I take it, I'm a crackhead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. I'm it's so focused. I'm like my jaw. I'm doing the lockjaw thing. I'm oh, yes. I'm running around. I'm ready to do everything. Mm. I'm ready to mm. accomplish everything. Yeah. Yeah. That seems that seems like situationally very useful. Oh, for like sure. Like I uh, like I know. Yeah, people like abuse it, right? But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I, I've tried it like one time ever, um, just like from one of my friends who like gave me a few and I like, I took one the first time, didn't feel anything. I took two the next time, didn't feel anything. I took three the next time, still didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So you don't happen to remember 
It, the, what they like, looked the, like were they, they were little blue ones. Oh, okay, so probably 10, 10 milligram instant releases. That's what I've seen. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if that's like just like it's not enough to the, well, do anything or like well, they're, a me thing. They are, I mean, those are pretty weak, but three of them is very strong. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you yeah. took three of them, but maybe, how do you feel like your focus is? Uh, sometimes it's just. Sometimes it's just not there. Really? Like sometimes I'll be oh when uh when the smash gets really bad, yeah. I'll be in class and my my hands will be like oh, my hands will like be playing with a controller. Like gesturing. I'll be like I wonder if that's a part of the like thing that people do. What? You know what I mean? To like practice while you're not practicing. Like like, like, like if like you don't actually Yeah, like shadow. Melee, yeah. <laughs> Like shadow boxing, yeah, exactly. But you just, yeah, just moving your moving your hands around. Yeah, I, I have I have no idea if people do that, but I like caught myself doing it in class, and I was like, okay, we gotta take a break. Like, yeah, we gotta take a break. It's, it's getting so yeah, because like, um, getting like, a bit obsessive. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like I can uh, I can hyper focus on things. I just can't really choose what things. Oh. Um, so like <laughs> you just find yourself in the middle of some shit. Yeah. So like I was telling you at work the other day, like there was a song in my head. Yeah. That, like I, I felt like it was playing. Right. And I was like at my table was trying to talk to them. But that song was too loud. Like it was wow. playing too loud. And I was like, I was like trying to really focus on like if you're like if we started playing music really loudly right now and then tried to talk to each other, but like couldn't really hear and I'd be like. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that might be like a weed thing though. <laughs> I think that might be a weed thing. <laughs> Cause um I feel like uh weed is a very good um this is this is gonna sound wrong, right? I feel like weed will make you focus very well. I feel like it's a terrible filter for what you focus on. So you can't really um decide what it is. So like people who like aren't really used to smoking a lot, like they'll get anxious and they'll just focus on their anxiety mm. and they'll get like more and more anxious because of it. Right. But if you're, if you're smoking and then you like start watching like TV, right. You're in the TV, you're inside of the TV. Right. Like, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like you, like even like, I didn't think I could read after I smoked. I can. <laughs> turns out, <laughs> turns out I can. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I thought the same too. I used to be so weirded out when people would say that. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, just sit. I'm going to go back home, smoke a little bit, open up a book. I'd be, I'm like, you're going to read? Mm-hmm. You're going to you're gonna yeah. focus on a book? Mm-hmm. Really? I was like, there's no fucking way I could do yeah. that. Like, I got to, I'm thinking I just got to sit out on a couch and play a video game or something like that. Yeah. There's no way I can actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. Smoking and playing Melee is, it's a whole different experience for that mm-hmm. game. Like. A lot of people feel that way. You know, you speaking of, by the way, of fighting. I've heard, uh, do you know Joe Rogan? Yeah. I've heard on his on his podcast, he talks, because he's heavily into Brazilian mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, and that many, many people, even at a very, very high level, smoke and they, um, what do you call it, spar. Damn. Yeah. Like, I it's just, know. like, I, I imagine it's something similar to what you're talking about with Smash, where 
Or even more so when um, you stretch afterwards. Yeah. Like you can feel the fibers just yeah. like, you know, loosening up. Yeah. And you're like that, that mind to body connection. Yeah. So is I was going to say that I can't lift when I smoke, right? Yeah. I can't do that at all. I've tried a couple of times. It, I don't know why. But you, but you lift heavy though, I feel like. Oh, well, see, yeah, lifting heavy is different than like doing body weight exercise. Like you could exercise, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. but not, you yeah. know, yeah, I wouldn't want to lift no fucking heavy weight <laughs> after smoking either. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like some people like it, right? Um, and I don't really get it because when I'm like lifting weights normally, it's like, okay, there's like a bunch of different things I got to focus on to make sure this weight doesn't kill me, <laughs> right? So then you smoke some weed and you're like, Oh, like I really feel like my quads like engaging right now, and then your back is like, uh, and then you drop the weight, oh and then boy. it's like, yeah, yeah, maybe I don't yeah, know. It's not for you. Some, yeah, it's it's not for me. So that's that's why it surprises me with the whole Brazilian Jiu Jitsu thing is like yeah. doing like a very strenuous physical activity like that. I I, I think it's, I think it's a, so strange. A, a feel thing because again, you, I mean, I don't know what it's like because uh-huh. I've I tried definitely in the past to smoke and exercise, and I feel like I can I can definitely do it. It's not optimum um, as far as, like, lung capacity goes. Yeah. Just, like, I feel like I'm breathing heavier or quicker. Uh-huh. Um, but the heavyweight, I probably wouldn't even try that. But I feel like the jujitsu type of thing is because it's a feel thing. Yeah. Because it's it because it's such a flow. Yeah, You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's I, a different kind of fighting for sure. Yeah. It's like... um. Like, I feel like, you know, any other type of fighter would probably disagree mm-hmm. unless it was like something else that had like a rhythm and like a, I mean, like we're going back to this, like all fighting forms are also like art forms, right? Yes. Like any sort Ways of, of expression. Yeah. It's all, it's all like a way to express yourself. Cause I mean, there you can be creative with it, right? Like, have you, have you seen like MMA fighters who just like go off script? They'll like jump off the wall and like kick someone in the face. Oh yeah. And it's just like crazy as hell. Wow shit. Like it's awesome. I had a friend that that had a match a long time ago and he was like, when I was in that cage with that guy, he was like, it was it was like honest communication. He was like, it was the most honest it could have been. He was like, we didn't say a word to each other. He's like, but the way that we moved and like the fight that we had uh-huh. was very honest. Like that's the oh, word wow. that he chose to use. Yeah. Like he was like, it was a very honest expression yeah. that we had in there. And I was like, oh. that's really interesting. Yeah. That's really is. interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. I, I mean, it's very intimate, clearly. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. your fucking balls on someone's <laughs> neck and you just like, you know what I mean? You're trying to snuff people out and your your forearms all over like their forehead or you're trying to crush yeah. their nose while yeah. you're trying to submit them and yeah. shit like that. Like it's very, very yeah. like awkward and stuff like that. But because of the level of intimacy and it's like um, it's also the way that, that he had explained it, Joe Rogan, was he calls it high level i think he says like high level chess with dire physical consequence yeah <laughs> you know that's real that's so real <laughs> and just like the the rubik's cubes guys or the the chess masters being able to look at a chess board and just know oh that's the 1972 opener over there in germany like uh-huh. that it's like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about like it's so crazy simply because they've just seen so many iterations of pieces mm. moving around 
they're not even like the calculations are out of the way. Like they're done thinking until it gets usually like mid to end game. That's when they have to really start calculating. Mm-hmm. It, like the beginning, you're just moving stuff around because you just know you just know instinctively yeah. how to move things. Yeah. And I think that's what happens physiologically with these Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighters yeah. is like you just you've you've rolled with people a million times. Mm-hmm. You know what different moves are. You know how to get out of certain things. You know, and it's like just the, like like the most common situations are the ones that happen like the most like frequently, right? Right. So, so like those are the ones you're most used to. And then when you get to the like situations that come out of those that are a little less common, you see them less. That's when the creativity really starts to like show. Yeah. Yeah. That's really weird cool. shit. Creativity yeah. is so weird yeah. that it works like that. Yeah. Cause heard- it works. With, that's, I mean, we were talking about that, like with this shit, right? Like the like end part of this is where they get creative. Right. Um, same thing to an extent in like melee. Right. Um, same thing in like guitar. Yeah. Right. Like you can be really good at just playing like open chords and like be like really comfortable doing that. And then you add like the embellishments, you mm. add the things between. Yeah. So the the weirdness in it, again, being in the West and thinking intellectualism and going through the steps and thinking your way through things is the fact that a lot of this comes when you're not thinking. Like mm. a lot of the free form creativity that brings you to the next level mm. is like happening. You're not trying to formulate it in your mind yeah, like yeah. it's it's taking place because you're just allowing something to flow through yeah as opposed to you stepping in and doing yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah. and i've heard john mayer talk about it. he's like there are certain nights when i'm playing guitar on a stage he was like and i'm playing maybe in the middle of a solo and i i start to feel that something new is about to happen he was like i don't know what it is and i don't i don't know how to do it like i don't know how to do mm-hmm. what's about to happen because I've never done it before. Yeah. But it's about that's very interesting. But it's about to happen. Yeah. And I feel that it's about to break through. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's so beautiful. That's such a beautiful way of of just looking at God. And that's so that's so universal to like anything Everything. you apply to. That's amazing. It is. Yeah. It's like once you like- get the fuck out of the way. So much more can I happen. I feel like I feel like when I try to do a new thing, right? Like maybe I don't want to be the best ever at it, right? But I want to get to that. Mm. I want to be able to let myself like, oh, yeah, be yeah, creative yeah. with it, facts, right? Facts. So that's what I'm saying with like melee is frustrating me because it's taking a long time to get there, just because it's like very whatever technical. You need a lot of time playing it, right? Um, with guitar, even I feel like I'm like a little bit there, yeah, right. Um, what else do I even do? Like, yeah, that's so cool. It is. That's so cool. It's the coolest yeah. thing. So like that's what I so so uh the the part that clashes with me, right, about that is that I am a very much like if I when I start uh fighting, I'm gonna learn exactly what I'm supposed to learn, mm-hmm. right? And I'm gonna know like what to do and try to figure out what to do in what situations, right? So I'm a very textbook heavy person on anything I learn, right? Um, which is why I think it takes a little bit longer for me to get to the like super creative parts of things. Cause like, I'll be like, Oh, but here, like I'm supposed to do this instead of just letting myself kind of like figure it out 
or like and not think about it just like figure it out on my own mm. uh without like someone being like oh there yeah you're just supposed to do this yeah because like some people will uh be creative in like a higher level than you right whereas something that's creative for you could be like their textbook um yeah yeah. yeah, it's very, very different. I, I had a vocal coach at one point in time. I've done a lot of weird oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I had a vocal coach for like a few weeks. It wasn't even that long. Yeah, uh, down in Florida, and she was like, "Do you want to know why kids can be so much better at things than adults?" She was like, "It's because they don't care about failing at all. Mm-hmm. They don't care because it doesn't like it. There's no stakes to them." They don't care. And so this is that pressure we're talking about uh-huh. again that we put on ourselves. She's like, you're young. You come out. You're screaming already. You're running around. You're being wild on the playground. People start telling you, shush, use your inside voice. Be quiet. Stop, 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 stop. And at a certain point in time, somebody has told you that a million times. So then you, you know, you're a little bit more quiet and stuff like that. You're not a child anymore. Like mm-hmm. now use your inside voice. She was like, at that point in time, it's 10 times harder to teach that person how to sing. Yeah. A child, I can just I can just tell them, "Hey, make this sound." They'll make that sound. Wow. They don't care. They because they don't give a fuck what you think about them. They don't even know that you thinking anything about that them you think means about any, them, yeah. yeah, that yeah, that you even think yeah. anything that you could have an opinion about them. Yeah. They don't even know. So yeah. they're just like, "Make this sound." Ah, they're just like, "Ah." Yeah. They they don't care. And there's there's something about that. So sometimes I'm like, I know that there is the the learning all the steps and then at some point in time being able to like let that loose. Cause mm-hmm. then now I just it's in my body. I can mm-hmm. just do the thing, right? And be more creative. But sometimes I wonder if there's if there's like other ways of doing it. And then you don't have to go through those st- like there's some people. I mean, they're also just freaks yeah. of nature. Yeah. I was at a music and art center one time, and there was this little boy who walked in. He looked like fucking like a better looking Justin Bieber, and he just walked in there and picked up a guitar and just started started playing beautiful music. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, man, how long have you been playing?" He was like, "Oh, I've never played before." He was like, "But I, I like this guitar, though. You know what I mean?" Like, he was like, "I just, I can just, I feel it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just, I pluck the things." And to me, it makes sense. Like, I know if I move my hand here, it should sound something yeah. like this. And, and I'm like, that's some freak shit yeah. right there. But it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful that you can just feel music that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he had zero training. It's wild. That's it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. just very, it's just very weird. Yeah. It's very, very weird. But, I, but for everything that you're up to, though... I'm excited to hear you get to points of being able to feel like you have the confidence mm-hmm. to just do it and yeah. just yeah, I'm be excited too. That's why it. that's why I'm like keeping on like going. Yeah. Like, um, like I let you know earlier that there was like a day that I had like that shrooms experience yeah. or whatever, and that like really felt like the first day of my life, right? Like. Ever since that point, I feel like I've just been doing everything for the first time, mm. and it's it's. Uh, it's been an incredible mm. like ride so far, and I'm like terrified for the rest of it. But I'm, yeah, it's like a like the scariest roller coaster of all time. Right? Yeah, like you're super excited, but you're shitting yourself while you're in line. You know. Yeah, that sounds like a quote that I heard. That was like, uh, you know, a person has two lives, and 
the second one begins when they realize that they only have one. That was damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like things just open up and you're like, oh, yeah. I, what was I looking at before? Like, what was I, like, yeah. what was I interfacing what was I doing? with? What was I doing? I have no clue what I was doing before that. Like, I, I tell people this, right? And I tell them about like how, like after, like, oh, it was awesome, right? I don't know what the hell I was doing before. Like, and you high can't school? even think back to like high school. Yeah. What did I do? Yeah. Like, was I just, stupid the whole time like and no one told me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was so crazy well yeah i mean the younger you are people you're just running around like nothing you know what i mean you just run you're just saying you're just making noises Mm -hmm. and stuff like that you're not really yeah you're just making noises at each other yeah and then i was like wait i get to do everything too like everyone gets to experience this i i'm one of those people that get to experience it so i was like let me try to do it as freakishly awesome as I can so I'm like I don't know the rest of my life I'm just gonna be trying to experience as many things as I possibly can Mm. and then maybe eventually I won't want to do that I have no idea I was thinking earlier I was like oh like why do people just like settle down after a certain age and stay in one spot Mm. and I'm like I was thinking about it I'm like okay like from a different perspective I'm like that sounds nice. Mm. Maybe like I just have no idea what I'm going to want. Right. So like learning the things I'm going to like is really exciting for me. Like, um, I feel like this is like a, and allowing yourself to, mm -hmm. to do them. Yeah. Not feeling bad of just like, Oh, like I kind of feel like I want to leave this past behind. But like some, some of us, we cling to the life. Yeah. They're like, we're no longer like we were, we're evolving out of it. Some people are very like loyal to their identity. Right. Indeed. Um, and they're like afraid to like become something else. And I think that if you're able to just, uh, like, let everything hit you as it's supposed to and you're just you just take in whatever you can and you feel how you're how you you feel how you feel, you feel, right? how you feel. not how you're supposed to feel right i like that you clean that up mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i was about to yeah, yeah. mess it up <laughs> um but so that that like brings me back to a quote that i think about like every single day where i'm like so the quote goes like uh, what is your 20s if not a string of the ghosts ghosts of the person you once thought you might become? Mm. And it, like, freaks me out sometimes. Because, mm. so, like, we talked about music earlier. Like, I love music so much, right? There was, like, two weeks in the middle of January where I, like, just wasn't really into it. I was listening to, like, 2010s, like, club music. <laughs> 2010. And I was like. What's 2010 club music? <sighs> What's going What club? What type uh, of club yeah, are we yeah, talking like, about, too? Uh, Let's say like, man, I don't know. 2010s, I was like 13 <laughs> or some shit. But I was like listening to that and I was like, like, wait, like a, like a month ago, I was like doing everything I can to learn as much as I can about music. Like, am I not, am I, is that not the person I'm going to become? And it like freaked me out. And then I was like, I, I, I got it back. I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But like the fact that that can happen with like whatever it's just like incredible like i i'm ready to go and go out and embrace whatever changes right i know it's going to be hard as shit it's going to be so hard to try and change like a lot of the things that i've gone like come to really be familiar with like um 
like one thing that really freaks me out is like in 10, 20 years, somehow I'm not going to be as close with all my friends as I am right now. Right. And I'm like, how <laughs> yeah how could that have like how could sure. that ever ha- like my friends are yeah. like i've i've had the same like five six seven people in my like close circle for like since like freshman year of high school right yeah. i still see them like every basically every day right and i'm like how can i like how can i accept if i maybe it'll maybe it'll happen because i want to go like teach english somewhere right how am I going to move away for six months and like not see anyone? It's just like, yeah, but I know there's going to be amazing things. If I do that too, there's going to be like the most amazing experiences ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to keep experiencing new things. And yeah. I'm just, uh, especially with your mindset, you're headed in a, in, in a good path. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're very open. And I think it, it's not just because I think that you're smart or funny. Cause you're super funny. It's not, it's not like these characteristics. It's just that, you're you're open and you're you're easygoing mm-hmm. and that's hella fucking important because i think most of what we deal with when it comes to anxiety is feeling like you're not comfortable enough in a space to allow and be mm-hmm. whatever it is at that moment feel yeah. whatever you feel yeah. in that moment be attracted to whatever you're in in that moment yeah. and that could be because maybe you've had parents that are overbearing or your friends aren't really fucking with you or your significant other that you chose doesn't isn't allowing you to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And they got you chained up yeah. in the fucking house being somebody else, some mm-hmm. other version of you that you don't really jive with. Well, uh-huh. and it, it's just that over and over and over. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that you're going to I think you'll be yeah. fine. And <laughs> I know I'll be fine. The, 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 know, the friends like, thing, though, that definitely yeah, I know when you're young, there's nothing to do but hang out with yeah, your friends. Because when you said like uh, like. Oh, like the anxiety comes from like not being comfortable with just um, being able to like let yourself just be there and experience. Right. I feel like my friends have just let me do that so much that it feels like hanging out with anyone else. I have to like, uh, I got to be that like awesome guy. You know, I can't like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like when I'm with my friends, sometimes I'll like complain or like be a little annoying or be like an asshole or whatever. And I'm like. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like they, they know me, right? Yeah. They know me better than like any people, any group of people has ever known me. And I'm yeah. like, I know they're not going to, I know they're not going to like stop being my friend if I like, you know, like fart in yeah. front of them or some shit. Right. <laughs> like some stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, it'd be like that. That's why yeah. it's, that's why it's very, very disheartening when people do not have any of those people. Yeah, like anyone yeah. around them that allows them to just be them. Like everyone around them is hypercritical of everything mm-hmm. that they're doing constantly, and then said for they are hypercritical of themselves. Yeah, and they just get no time to be that person. Yeah, and just sit back and relax. That's why when you came in here and you said this place is cozy, that's why because this this is the haven. This is the safe haven where it don't it don't matter. Just yeah, it, everything here is cool. Yeah, like I'm saying, like even with that, like I feel like. Uh, like you and like Mark and Mason and whoever, like y'all let me do that too. And I like really appreciate that. You guys are like very real people, right? Like, I feel like people who do that are very aware of themselves and how they're like existing in the world and doing everything, right? So I'm here, I'm chilling. 
And I'm, I'm like very glad our, our, our paths crossed. Yeah. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me to, to resist who other people are Mm -hmm. like, and that extends out to the world, just constantly resisting life, Mm -hmm. like things around us. You're in the fucking traffic jam and you're just upset because you're in a traffic jam. Yeah. You're not changing a fucking thing about that traffic jam. And then instead of like seeking, like seek to understand is like, uh, what I think about a lot when I'm talking to people or whatever and i'm like i'm talking to like people at work and i'm like they'll be telling me some stupid story right and i'm like i want to know like what you really feel about this story Mm. like i'm not gonna give an example (laughs) 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 that'd be that'd be terrible (laughs) but i'm just like i i I try really hard to get into other people's heads Mm. right and see like uh like where they're at so far mm. right because it's a, it is a so far kind of thing right they're, they're gonna they're gonna learn more i'm gonna learn more you're gonna learn more everyone's gonna learn some more uh but like i don't know you just can't be critical of where someone's at yeah because everyone's got a different way of like learning shit right well well that goes when i was talking to you the other day about effort it was like so many people that feel that their social battery is constantly drained mm-hmm. because they have to speak to other human beings, yeah. whether it be for the job or whatever the case is. Um, and I, I swear, I think that a lot of it is just based upon. Now, I also understand, listen, I'm not a social scientist. I don't know what extroversion and introversion means as far as DNA goes. Yeah. So I don't know how deep it goes physiologically speaking. Yeah. But theoretically speaking... I think a lot of effort is made where it doesn't have to be. So uh, fighting in general, well, not in general, specifically for judo, that's exactly what judo. Have you? Did I ask you if you watched any of the John Wicks? No. <laughs> did you watch any I of the John Wicks? Well, John Wick, is he's Keanu Reeves. He's, yeah. he's running around. The people, very easy story. People killed his dog. He's killing everyone now. Okay. Right? That's about what I thought it was. He, he uses guns and judo. He doesn't, he, he may strike someone one time, but it's always just like guns and flipping people and using their momentum against Mm -hmm. them. Right. And I think that that is ultimately like what's going on in life. But I think that we're always like resisting at the wrong time. So we're using muscle and effort when it's unnecessary. And I think that there's a whole lot more like relaxing you could do. Mm. And so like a punch is thrown and you just very lightly just move just a couple inches out of the way. Instead of making this huge swoop out of the way, which costs more energy, you just know all you have to do is move like two inches to the right or something like that. Mm -hmm. Catch their arm, put it down. You know what I mean? Like living life in that sort of way. So you're not expending as much energy. Yeah. And I think that there's a way of just going about that in life Mm -hmm. um but we're too in our heads to do that so maybe you're serving whatever your job is in customer service you're constantly feeling as though you're putting on a mask like you're being someone else for other people Mm -hmm. but if you got to a point where you felt like you didn't have to do that and you could just of course you're not just gonna be walking up to people and be like yo what the fuck is up how we do right because there's still like some sort of standards you know what i mean But aside from that, it's kind of just like maybe how you'd speak to your grandma or some or your family members without all of the like real ruckus and, and yeah. disruption and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, I started doing that when I um, 
I like accidentally had to uh, talk to my dad while I was like pretty stoned mm-hmm. and I'd like never done that before. Oh yeah. And I was just like talking to him and I was like, oh shit. Like I'm just like, I'm ta- doing, I'm it. just talking to this guy. He's just a guy now. Like he's just a guy that I'm talking to. And then I did it uh, again. I mean like, okay, I don't intentionally do this cause yeah, you know, <laughs> but I had like got, I was going to Costco with my mom and like the whole time we were just having like this crazy conversation that I was like, I've never had a conversation like this with my mom ever, Mm. ever in my life. And I'm like, okay, like now that I know that this is possible, like, let me try to like, just do this all the time. Uh, And it's, it's been like that pretty much for a while now. And it's like, okay, I'm talking to my parents. Like they're just like, you know, people like it's, it's their first time here too. Like, right, yeah. right. Like, uh, Their first time here too. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're both figuring this shit out. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm like looking at my mom and I'm like, uh, like her friends are coming over and she's like getting all her shit ready. I'm like she wants her friends to like her. Right. And that's what it is. Yeah. Like I do that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want your friends to like you? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've I, I've grown to like. I, I don't know. I, I have, I think a lot more genuine like love and respect like for my parents now uh, than I did when I was like, I guess like a kid. Cause like, I, I get it. Mm. Like, I don't know how the hell you raised me. Yeah. I was a, mm. I was a little shit. Yeah. Me too. For a long time. Yeah. I was a little shit until like, I was like, no, nah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. I was about to say, yeah, mine was like, I was a pretty good kid. And then like, as I was able to start getting out and doing stuff, that's when I started getting in a whole lot more yeah. trouble. Yeah. I just, I, I did, I never, I, it never, I never understood like why I can't do like what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it never made sense to me. Like, yeah. what, like what are you talking? Like, I never felt like I got adequate yeah. answers for why that was the case mm-hmm. and why I had to do things other ways. I just didn't. And now I'm like taking on like different roles, right? Like in my community or whatever. So like, when I was a kid, there were a lot of other kids in the neighborhood, right? And there were some, like, you know, like, teenagers and, like, young adults or whatever that would, like, and be, like, oh, like, they're just lame as hell. Like, mm-hmm. what are they talking about right now? And, like, now I'm that guy. And I'm, like, talking to, like, my, uh, like, I think she's, like, a fourth grader, like, little neighbor. And she's, like, jump roping. And I'm, like, do you know how to do, like, a double under? Yeah. And she's, like, no, I don't. And I'm, like, do you want me to teach you? And she's, like okay, but like, I'm not on the jump rope team, so I don't know if I can do it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've probably said, <laughs> I, I probably had that thought process when I was that age. And I'm like, okay, let me try to see like what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. Like, let me try to see if I can like maybe shift like, cause I mean, obviously it's not just like the jump rope thing, right? Yeah. Like there's like something there that's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's part of like learning that, whatever lesson it is mm-hmm. uh and i was like all right like we're gonna get you this stupid double under let's do it yeah and I, I mean like she got it i was like oh she did it yeah that's awesome it's it's I was, confidence I was like, boosted yeah i was like looking at her i was like it's so easy like i can do it i'm not on the jump rope team <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people just need to know that it's po- that they just need to see someone else mm-hmm and be like, oh, that's an option. Mm-hmm. Like, I can do that. I didn't know I could do that before. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not on the jump rope team. Yeah. And I'm not like a fourth grade girl either. Like, no. Yeah. You're out there. That's yeah. very nice. What do you mean taking a different role in the community exactly? I don't know. Just like, not like 
an active role right but like i remember i have i have like um uh, like cousins like family friends right uh that i would like hang out with and there was like the like older brother of them uh and he was just like this like far off figure that like didn't really make sense to me and now i'm like now i'm that to them but they make sense to me mm-hmm. right so i want to try and be like I don't want to be just like super obscure to, I guess, like younger kids. Yeah, right? I know what you mean. Um, just some abstraction. Just yeah. Like, oh, he's just some fucking adult. It's this tall, yeah. big thing over yeah. there. Yeah. And like even recently, I've been feeling like that because I'm like, so I live down like a pipe stem, right? Uh, I live at the very end of it. And uh, the neighbors in front of us, like they've known us forever. They've been there. But the ones that like are to my like left, they moved in like maybe three, four years ago and they have a bunch of young kids. And I feel like, I mean, I don't really like talk to them ever. I like, you know, I drive them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like I could be more than just that random neighbor that like you like awkwardly decide to either <laughs> not at or not, not at sometimes. Right. Like, I don't know what it is, but yeah. like, has anyone ever, I just, and so fascinating that I just started hearing this term so much recently. Uh, girl dad? Do you just, yeah. Just, yeah. Does anyone ever say boy dad? Is it, is that also a thing? I don't think people say it, but I think that's like the implied. It's just like the other thing. That's like what the dad is, because I mean. Yeah, just so, so just, oh, so like regular dad is like. boy dad. Is just, yeah, because I think that's like the thing is like, oh, like all dads like want a son, right? Mm. Like. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I'm the youngest of three, and I have two older sisters, and I feel like there would be a fourth if I was a girl. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. Stuff like that. So. Like, we're gonna keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone told me at work they were like, <laughs> it was Brooke, the food runner. <laughs> yeah. She came up to me. She was like, so I was talking to Dilrook, and I was talking to him about you, you know, being a girl dad, and he was like, Earl's not a girl dad. Earl's not even a dad. <laughs> and her mind was blown because she just assumed that not only I had a child, but that the child had to have been a girl. And she was like, you just give off very strong dad girl energy. Hmm. And so I was very curious about this. So I yeah. started asking okay. other women and they're all just like, absolutely. I think it makes sense. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I mean, I feel like uh, that term may have come around because like, you know, if you're if you're a father and you have like three daughters, right? Like that's gonna affect you way differently than if you have like three sons, right? It's gonna give you like different sort of like qualities and yeah, everything. Yeah. And I feel like those qualities are something you associate with that just because like yeah, you know, shit sucks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> Brick's so funny for that. She was fucking She's hilarious. So funny. Yeah, she was like, I just I don't know. I just thought you had a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, she's the sweetest. She is. Yeah, she's so sweet. Yeah. I love Hawaii. <laughs> what? She's from Hawaii. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, know yeah. That. Hawaii's great. They they turn out amazing people. Yeah, it was a beautiful place. Yeah. Place I went uh, last year. Didn't hear a, a a horn honk once. Wow. Not once. Where? Where's where'd you go? Maui. Nice. Yeah, didn't hear a horn honk once. That's like awesome. Everyone would just just let people go. Yeah. It's so funny how I, just like climate and everything just changes the way yeah. that people 
are going to be. And yeah. like, just everyone's there just like, well, I'm in no rush. I'm That's just, nice. Hey, I, get over. I freaking hate cars. C- cars? Cars. Like not people in cars. Just like, you, what do you Just hate? like car-based infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all of it. Like, I feel like we went too far. (laughs) You know, I feel like we weren't supposed to do this. And like, like sometimes I'll be like, okay, that car is kind of sick. Right. And it'll like do the thing where they like, you know, I'm like, okay, like I'm a boy and that's awesome. (laughs) Right. But then I'm like, you tapped into something. You got me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But then I'm like, I'll go. I visited my sister in Spain like last year. Right. And she, and I was just like walking around. Oh yeah. yeah. Why did we, why did we ever stop doing this? Like just walk around. Like there are certain things that I also feel that way about most things yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, we didn't need an eighth of the shit that we had. Like we didn't, we don't need a yeah. lot of this. Yeah. It was like, but that's also stems from human creativity. Yeah. Like oh, you yeah. can't stop people from like wanting to know what's next. Mm-hmm. What else, how else can I build this thing? Like what, how yeah. else can I make it efficient or effective like, or yeah. just, or just cool? Yeah. How can I just make it look cooler? Like just people are never going to stop doing that. Yeah. And it may very well be the death of us all. Yeah, no, for sure. man. <laughs> yeah. It's over. It's all over. <laughs> But like that's a legitimate concern when people talk about having children. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I, I do. Like I people are legitimately just like, I don't know. Like, I I, I want to believe that I can protect my children mm-hmm. and put them in a nice place, but I don't know where the world goes from here. People, especially people that are very tapped into like politics and global news and all that sort of stuff, which I am not. They're probably terrified. Yeah. Because they're just always feeling like we're on the brink of a war or who, like, we just don't know. Yeah. So that's something I've been thinking about, or not have been thinking, but like have thought about a lot. Um, I used to think it was like pretty selfish. I, that, that, that used to be my take on like, uh, why if you want like, oh, your own kid instead of just like adopting, right? Mm. And like, that's a conversation that people have a lot, right? Yeah. But then I kind of got to being like, if the world, okay, let's talk about this as if the world wasn't fucked up and gonna, uh, it's not, oh, it's not over in 50 years. Yay. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Uh, I feel like it's not selfish to want to have a child just because it's like, I've experienced and am experiencing how incredible and how ludicrous and how just absurd it is that like you can have a life and you can experience it and you can live it. Right. And just, giving that to someone to be able to let them experience it too i think it doesn't sound like a bad idea doesn't sound like a bad idea like it might suck for a while (laughs) like it might suck (laughs) but you'll get over it you'll 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 find the beauty eventually i think that you 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 have to figure it out or it's over i think (laughs) (laughs) it's over i think that that's what you would want to do right more than and i think Maybe that's what you would want to do above all else is like, if I'm going to bring someone here, right? Because who knows what the fuck happens? Because I don't know mm-hmm. what happens tomorrow. Yeah. So who knows what happens? But if I'm going to bring someone here, more than trying to make sure that they're on the straight and narrow and get a good job or whatever the case is that people are constantly thinking about, I need to find a way to help them learn how to appreciate life. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm bringing them here against mm-hmm. their will. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, you ever give someone a gift 
or see or just known anyone to get a gift, maybe you were the person that received the gift and like the gift wasn't that awesome. Yeah. The person that yeah. got you the gift thought it was a great yeah. gift. That's why yeah. they bought it and they wrapped it up and they gave it to you. Mm-hmm. And you got and you're like, oh my God. Uh, this you shouldn't have. Like this really. Is, like you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the gift of life can be like that. Yeah. Where they're oh, just like, sure. oh so thanks, Dad. But you know, you, you could have not. You could yeah. have just not. I could yeah. have just not dealt with any of this shit. Mm-hmm. You could have just left me in the ether yeah. somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's I think that's like that should be your goal if you have kids, right? Like do that. And then what I was saying about like being uh like someone in the community and like talking to these kids is like, okay, they're not my kids, right? But everyone around around me is going to be like searching for that thing, right? And maybe I can give them like a tiny nudge. Mm. Right. Maybe I can maybe I can like sway them to like think about something that'll like lead to another revelation. Right. I think like the thing about having kids is like that's where you have like the most amount of influence. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think like everyone wants to feel that security. Right. Like everyone does. No one wants to feel like the ground beneath them is crumbling at all times because like 90 percent of people, that's what they feel like. Right. Mm. Like uh, everyone's like barely got their head over above the water yeah um so that like brings me to like my my like core core beliefs is like we're here to help each other and we're here to like make art oh, right yeah that's what you said yeah which is pretty much everything yeah yeah like like we help each other and we express ourselves and we express what it what we think it means to be alive or what we think is like cool or what we think is like you know yeah yeah and yeah anytime you do anything it's just like you pointing towards something something that grabs your attention at that mm-hmm. moment for whatever reason and that's what you're interested in right mm-hmm. now and like that's 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 what it is you do yeah I, I think that life in totality is pretty much just like the music in that you're not you're not listening to it to get to the end of it mm-hmm. um it it doesn't necessarily even mean anything it's just it. Mm. It's just that. And you can you can appreciate that. And you can enjoy that. You can investigate that, observe it. Uh, or you can not. Or you could resist it. You could hate it. You could criticize it. Um, but but I feel like in in life, uh, just just experiencing, just noticing that everything can be like that. Like you don't have to give some grand meaning to yeah. everything. It's just like yeah. Maybe it just is. And I'm just going to enjoy it that mm-hmm. way. As you were saying, seeing things for what they are, which is very, very, it's much easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that is what is not playing in people's minds. What's playing in their mind is the story that they're telling themselves about everything that's mm-hmm. going on, uh, which you link your identity and your personal feelings to. And then that's when you get swept up in like a bunch of shit that's just like, it's not even happening. Like it's mm-hmm. not even like a real problem. Yeah. You just created one in your mind. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a very, very tough one for people to get to, but it, having kids and not appreciating life yourself, even though it's kind of like a, a job of sorts to help them find that appreciation mm-hmm. because you fucking brought their ass here. That's tough. Yeah. Like you don't appreciate it. How the fuck? Yeah. Like, what was the point of bringing them? Like, what do you, are you going to appreciate it because of them now? Like, 
Uh, you can be like, all right, so I brought you, you here. Now, now the point of me bringing you here was that you could make a lot of money. <laughs> all right. Buy a big house. Yeah. Get a dog, wife, whatever the case is. Like, that's the point of life. All right. That's why I brought you here. Okay. It wasn't to walk around and appreciate shit with your fucking yeah. feet in the grass. All right. Yeah. Grounding. It wasn't to see how everything is so beautiful and poetic if you look deep enough. Which it, it is. And it's awesome. It's so yeah. cool. I, um, I just like, so every time, or not every time, because I haven't, I haven't done shrooms many times, but the times that I did do it, it just seemed like uh, everything that I looked at was just like comically poetic. Mm. Like, stu- like, like, that's silly. Like, does, does anyone else see this? Does anyone else see how like beautiful this guy is? Right? Like, that's stupid. Mm. Like, come on. I don't know. I just feel like it's like, <laughs> there, there is so much to be appreciated. And so much to, like, really just look at for so long. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's not a single person that's ever lived that's, like, done everything that you can do. There's not a single person that's had, like, the perfect life, right? But, like, if you strive for it, if if you look at the sky every day and you don't miss it once, like, that's something that you can check. You can check off, right? Like, okay, nice. The sky on the way here was phenomenal. I oh saw I God. saw her by the window just taking photos. Oh my photos God, it was ridiculous. Her. I was yeah. in like the giant parking lot and I was like, what? okay, first of all, we're at a fucking grocery store and it's this good. Like, <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can find it everywhere. It's the abundance crazy. is all around us at all points in time. It's just a matter of whether you're tapping into it or mm-hmm. not. That's that's the beauty of yeah. it. It's like if it's not there, if you're not feeling it. It, that's a you thing yeah it's always it, there. it's there yeah. yeah so that's why i'm like so there was like a day at work i think this was last like saturday or something i just came in and i just felt like shit right like i was just like i just stand there and i was like i woke up like pissed off i don't know <laughs> woke right? up pissed off like just like oh like i don't know what it was or like anything and i was just thinking about it and i was like how do i how do i fix this because i know i know i can like you know, just like uh, really appreciate like a normal day, right? And just have a good day if I want to. But I don't know how to draw it out of myself. And I was like standing by like the window at side stand and Carlos comes up to me and he's like, what are you doing? Because I'm like looking out the window like like that, right? Like I'm in like a movie or some mm-hmm. shit. And he's like, what are you doing? Like dumbass. And I like started laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. And then I like as the night went on, I just like stopped thinking about it. And I just started like laughing at the stupid shit that happens at work. And I was like, oh, you just uh, you got to you just got to experience what whatever it is. You can't think about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely wildly comedically poetic. Uh, I'll end with this. Um, Devin, uh, I had asked uh, the new chick, Alia, I had asked her Mm -hmm. what she would be doing if she wasn't at work at the Mm -hmm. time. And she told me she'd probably be doing a late night gym session. I asked her if she enjoyed it or if it felt like a chore. Um, I think that's why a lot of people don't exercise because it feels like a chore, like mm. something I, the same thing, this pressure of like something I have to do or else I'm going to feel bad about myself yeah. or not, you know, as opposed to just going and doing whatever it is that you like to do as far as exercise goes so it can be fun. It can be yeah. a fun thing you can do. And she asked me the question back and I was like, well, you know, I pulled out. A dusty guitar, a dusty Spanish classical guitar from the from the closet, and I, I took all the strings off, and I went to Music and Art Center. I got some new nylon strings, and I restrung it, 
And I'm trying to get back into that. So I'd probably be at home just going through some scales and trying to play some stuff. And Devin was like, everything you sound, everything you say sounds like the beginning of a Japanese haiku. <laughs> he was like, it all just sounds like extremely poetic. And I just thought that that was hilarious. So at least in that moment, Devin was in on it yeah. and he noticed the comedic poeticism mm. of, of just like a simple thing. Because yeah. to me, that was my day. Like it was a very simple thing. I, I pulled a guitar out, I yeah. restrung it, whatever. But to him, he was like, how poetic. Yeah. Like how, how funny yeah. of you I, to be sitting at your house I, doing this. I think it's just like the most simple things that are just like, <laughs> like, wh- like why would I even be thinking about what I'm doing right now if what I'm doing is normal and what I'm doing is human and it's, right that's what it that's what people do yeah that's like you tell do. someone you're sitting out you know while the wind was blowing in a field of grass and it'd be like oh, very poetic but yeah it's, it's very normal yeah it's a human yeah. sitting on the ground and like the same thing about like we were talking about earlier just like walking around in the grass like with your shoes and socks off very nice like it's getting warm out i'm ready to oh go i'm planning God, a couple man. camping trips nice. this year Definitely, I'm about to hit a hike on Monday. I'm real excited about. My nephew was born today. Wow, really? Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, but well, I mean, I don't, well, not to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Congrats to the world. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Should we cheer? Should we laugh? But, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, man. So ten pound baby. <laughs> My brother was very <laughs> large, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 So this, so this. Yeah, he, uh, did I tell you man. he did? Yeah. <laughs> well, C-section. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily that not that, that feels yeah. good, but, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. He also did a whole lot of weight competition stuff, too. Okay. Like it's just like grossly, gross amounts of weight yeah. that scare me yeah. when I like watch someone yeah. do stuff like that. Yeah. I can't watch it. Yeah. It's tough. Um, cause if I see someone's knee go I to the side when they're fucking that, squatting 685 pounds. Yeah. Anywho. So yeah, that, that was a, that was a celebration today that happened down in Florida. Quinn hooks. Nice. Entered the, entered the world today. Nice. It'll be interesting because when you're, I love when that your, uh, your last name is a verb. Ho- oh, hooks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a noun. And a noun. But it's like funny that it like. Any anytime someone's last name is a verb, it's like, oh, this person doing thing. <laughs> it's hilarious. She met someone yesterday, uh, first name Rush. Rush? Rush. Nice. On the birth certificate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, it, this is gonna be an interesting thing because it's a relationship that just spawned, right? It, I'm not the father, but I'm related to this mm-hmm. child now. Yeah. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what that means in the future. Like as a, I've never been an uncle. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uncle Earl. Like who the fuck is that guy going to be? It's the same way you're looking like, what is that kid going to see, mm-hmm. you know, from this tall ass dude? Like what, what does that dude mean to him? Yeah. What is, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's going to be an amazing like journey. Yeah, yeah. Inter- it would definitely be interesting for sure. Yeah. yeah, the first time you meet him is gonna be like, all right, like okay. There's, there's nothing here for us but evolution, evolution and experience. That's yeah. just like that's all that's ever happening is just us, you know, mm-hmm. living, experiencing, growing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all that's happening. Yeah, and I can't wait. I I I mean, like we talked for I don't even know how long, but. You know, at the end of the day, I still feel like I don't know anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think oh, I'll yeah. ever feel like I'll know anything. Oh, yeah. And no. I'm like, 
Shit's freaky. Yeah. Shit is freaky. Yeah, I was just living that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just living that. Like, fuck it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. That's a great place to leave off at. Let's do that. And by the way, to answer your question, an hour 42. Nice. Nothing too crazy. Almost 10 o'clock at night. Let's go see what this woman's doing and uh, talk about some other things. All right. Thank Excellent. you, everybody, for, for listening. Anyone that listens to this. Thank you. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having You're me. You're awesome. This I appreciate awesome. you. This Appreciate is it. Awesome. I'm glad we got around to doing this. Peace.